All right, let's blast the roof off this joint. Eddie and Hagar? Hagar sells tequila now. Noted. Retro Roth? Mm -hmm. Judge Douglas, the DA would have you believe that our clients are merely two women with drop-dead legs who dance the night away for a living. These beautiful girls are successful entrepreneurs who built their rock and pole business from the ground up. They aren't running with the devil. Your Honor, they're using Van Halen's song titles as a defense. You really got me. Don't push your luck, gentlemen. Episode 48. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some moves, ladies. I'm rocking out. Dancing, dancing. Because this is dancing music, obviously. Yeah. Hey, episode uh, 48. 48. This is like entrance music. Yeah. Speaking of entrance music. Yeah. The cult of personality. Oh, yeah. What about that? Oh, yeah. Awesomeness. I mean, I still like the Kill Switch song. Oh, better, absolutely. But... I hope he doesn't continue to come out with that. No, he will. He will. No. They had to pay a lot of money just to get it in but there. But the I'm Kill sure. Switch is him. He doesn't. Uh, no, this whatever. was his. Actually, this was him before that, though. This yeah. is his ring of. We're talking about CM Honor, Punk for uh, people that don't song. know. No, um, uh, uh, the uh, BS report I listened to. Did you listen to that at all? Yeah, Brian? it was fantastic. It was great, it? and he talked about the fact that when you make a clear character change, it makes sense to change your look and your music and really shift everything around. He should have kept the uh, '70s porn star stash. No, <laughs> that, was oh, that was horrible. Great. <laughs> He's just being a. That dick. was terrible. I don't know. I don't like the the slicked back hair though. He ne- no. either needs to stay short and spiky, or he needs to grow the long hair totally back. Which maybe he's well, doing in the process. Maybe like, I love the I love the new merchandise though. The oh my god, ever. that new shirt's that awesome. Shirt's nice. I'm yeah. probably buying it. I am too. <laughs> even though I barely watch wrestling anymore, I'm buying it. I didn't even watch Raw. I watched the, the just the clip on YouTube of him coming out. To yeah. It's actually a pretty good show. Actually, for the yeah. I actually only caught part of it because I was, was on. Right, I was yeah. in the air. I was watching on the plane, but cool. yeah. <laughs> oh, what airline did you take back? Uh, JetBlue. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Anyway, we have a show to do. Oh, yeah. yeah we should oh, probably yeah. get into this. So, the um, Geek Generation episode number... 48. Okay. As okay. you can hear, I'm sure already, Mike Volpe's in studio. I'm Brian here. Lipsitz is over the Skype. <laughs> and uh, we're just... Don't mind us. Listeners are just going, what the hell is going on? Yeah. They forgot they were recording? Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. Those are the best shows anyway. Yeah. Um, first of all, thanks to Mike Boyd for submitting a Captain America game review. Very yeah. cool. Oh, cool. I love, love, love when people send in stuff. He, I didn't even poke a prod him or anything. He was like, Hey, I'm getting this game. Want me to write a review? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> guest, work for guest me. at thegeekgeneration.com if you want to submit any reviews or news or articles or anything like that. I love it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Mike Boyd. Very cool. Yeah. It was a really, really well in depth review too. I thought it was going to be like, uh, he did a good job. Yeah, Mike Boyd's more intelligent than I gave him credit for. <laughs> Hi, Mike. <laughs> no, no, it was really well written. I mean, I did a little editing and spell correcting and stuff. Yeah. But that's my job. So yeah. nice yeah. job, Boyd. Really. 
Um, geek outs and freak outs. I'm sure we have a ton of them this week. Yeah, I do. I think we do. Yay! So we'll let Mike go first. Yeah, my list yeah. is short. Yeah, because he has nothing ever. No, no, he's I a don't. Big slacker. <laughs> I'm not a slacker. Slacker. Uh, geek out. Yeah. Uh, I got an iPhone. I'm pretty excited about that. Sweet. Because I never thought I would need one. Now's the time since Apple now has more yeah. money than the country does, apparently. Right. <laughs> um, I don't, I just, I was due for an upgrade with AT&T. Yeah. And I was thinking about switching to other, other plans, but AT&T's got, or other companies, but AT&T had a good plan. And I was like, well, I don't need an iPhone. I'll just get like a uh, Android, but you know, they are 99 bucks, a hundred bucks. And then I said, wait a minute. I got, I called my sister. I'm like, you still got your old iPhone, the uh, 3GS? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. I was like, can I have it? She's well, you got to pay me. I go, no, I don't. And she's like, all right, fine. Take it. It's like, that was the easiest, <laughs> you know, manip- has- manipulation ever, but. AT&T has better coverage than people give them credit for. I have not really. They are the only network that works at my house. Yeah. And I live out in the woods. It's the only one that works out there. But they Do don't you- reach all the way to Hoth like AT-AT does. <laughs> what? Brian Random got it. Star Wars. Brian oh, got oh, it. Oh, oh, right. Bad joke, but Brian got it. Brian got yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> but it's cool to have it. I've had it for, I don't know, a couple days and. The the phone is cool. I mean, all the different apps. So I see why people are so excited. Yeah. So I have taken a big step up, and now so I it's have no it. longer just a phone. It's a toy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a toy. It is. You will and get the, addicted to the it. The real the real reason I got it is because starting up my new business, the supplement business, yeah. I need to be able to do credit card processing. Sure. And you know, with the Square app that I downloaded, which was free, nice plug to them. Is that for losers that are Square? No. That was a big joke. <laughs> I'm going to go with it. Give me the let's remote control. Let's see how many, see how many horrible, <laughs> horrible jokes I can fit into this. I'm sure. <laughs> That's what, is the, what is this? Tosh.0? What are we doing here? Yeah, but how successful is Tosh.0? He's very successful. So let's follow But this suit. is like the breakdown. <laughs> let's see how many jokes we can make in 20 seconds. I download the Square app. They're sending me the little attachment that plugs into the top of the headphone jack. Oh. Nothing. Okay. Nah, I'll stick. Uh, I'm, I'm you slide the credit card, and what's great is they take two point seven five percent of each transaction. Oh, okay. That's not so. For every hundred bucks, they take two dollars and seventy five cents. That's nothing. That's not. I think that's yeah. less than the regular credit credit card processing company. Probably. Probably. And that's the real reason I got it. But uh, it, it's a cool phone. Sweet. I, I'm very excited about it. I'm excited for you. Yeah. By yeah. proxy. Yeah. Now I can waste my time staring at a iPod or i. So now when we screen. go out to dinner, none of us can talk to each other. Nope. <laughs> There'll be no conversation. There'll be nothing. We'll just start IMing each other. That's right. <laughs> How are you from across the table? I'm right? good. How are you? Yeah, well, people do that, and that's really scary. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Any other geek outs? No, because you no. suck. No. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Um, yeah, I don't know, Brian. Me or you? I don't care. You, you can go first. Okay. I'm just making assumptions. <laughs> um, my first geek out is uh, regarding the zombie apocalypse episode we did, yeah. which is being critically acclaimed by the people that listen to it. I'm calling them critics. People are really digging the zombie apocalypse episode, so I'm glad we did that. Yep. And I'd love to get feedback to do a follow-up at some point. The thing I'm geeking out about with it in regards to it is on the episode I had mentioned that it was inspired by the Nerdist podcast and one of those co-hosts being Jonah Ray, who is the zombie expert on that show. Mm-hmm. At one point, the day that I released it, I think a couple hours after the initial release, I retweeted it again, just saying uh, the episode and including inspired by at Nerdist and at Jonah Ray. And within 
two, three hours later, with enough time to listen to it, apparently, Jonah Ray himself retweeted it and said, great zombie debate. So the man it was inspired by. That's right. Approved and enjoyed the episode, which makes me so happy that we did it. You know, it's funny. The smile on your face right now. When this happened, I'm outside walking with my godfather and my phone rings. (laughs) <laughs> and I answer it. Do you have to announce and publicly how much of a geek I am? Well, I mean, yeah, but I can that imagine is the that, show, but that, yeah, that his, he had the same <laughs> smile on his face. He was like, like he had just received, I don't, I don't know, the biggest award ever. Nobel prize. <laughs> Nobel prize. Nobel it's prize for geekiness. Of, it, it was so funny. It, I it, felt, him on the phone. And it's really cool that they, that he did that. I need for that us. kind of validation in my right. life. That's how empty a soul I have. Oh man. <laughs> the fans don't realize this. That, that's why I'm talking right now and they're listening is I need them to validate validate my existence <laughs> he's very very empty inside i am so empty inside that um terrible <laughs> it's, it's great news though that, that he did that for us no i was thrilled absolutely thrilled true. i would and, be thrilled and too. to top it off i retweeted him back and i said jonah okay i didn't say it exactly like this <laughs> i said <laughs> i love i you. said maybe you'll join us for a follow-up and he said fuck yeah that was his exact quote back <laughs> fuck yeah Fuck I've yeah, sworn no. three <laughs> times and made two bad puns on this show so far. This is a good episode. This is a good episode. That is. So uh, I was thrilled. So if we do a follow-up, yeah, we can get Jonah Ray. All we got to do is schedule it. Mm-hmm. And that's more uh, incentive you were gonna for need fans way more to write in. And a whole lot more microphones. He's not going to come here. No, but I'm saying because Matt and Sarah are going to be here. Jess will want to be. Jess well, that's why people have here. to use the Amazon. That's right. The Amazon affiliate link, the generation slash Amazon, uh-huh. and they have to buy things through that. So we so get commission. So tell me, Rob, when some yes, when somebody does yeah. that, what happens? Well, see, what happens <laughs> is they don't spend any additional money, uh-huh. but we get a commission, right? So they should do that. They should, and all they, they have to do Amazon. is go to geekgeneration.com slash Amazon. That's right? it. It's that easy. That's that easy, and it brings them right to Amazon. Yeah. Wow. This is the most horribly disguised commercial I've ever that heard. That was hilarious. I love it. <laughs> and it wasn't even intentional. We just broke into the plug because that's how we're programmed. And as right now, I'm clicking on it now. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But um, And there's the donation button. That's right. On the sidebar, the little movie ticket yep, looking I've button. Seen that. They can just give us money and we can buy Perfect. equipment for more guests. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, we can have Jonah Ray on the follow up zombie episode, amazing. which is fantastic. I'm so thrilled for that. I just bring, that would bring. Yeah, you're just a ton more credibility yeah. to the show in general. I mean, they would just push it even what further. What are you saying? Well, <laughs> I'm saying. Hole in my soul, Mike Volpe. Hole <laughs> in my soul. That you get the stamp of approval <laughs> from a big time guy. All right, moving on. My next geek out <laughs> is uh, a video I saw online. Um, I was going to save it for a web find, but I didn't have enough of them this week to do a full segment. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a guy. Who made a Captain America flying shield completely out of duct tape and cardboard. <laughs> and it sounds crappy, but it looks awesome. Because okay. keep in mind, there are different colors of duct tape. Yeah, and know. you can do like the red, white, and blue and create the pattern. It looks amazing. So not only is it lightweight enough to throw. He can throw it like a Frisbee and it yeah. goes far. And it's the actual <laughs> size. And the site itself includes a PDF of the piece patterns and instructions so you can build it on your own. Uh-huh. So here's what I'm thinking. Not only am I going to build one <laughs> and tell the other fans how good it is. We're going to throw it at Brian? No, I was going to say you were, Mike and I are going to be dressed up like Hydra soldiers. <laughs> yeah, right? and yeah. throw it at us. Not only will we do that awesomeness, <laughs> but if it's really, really good, 
I will build a second and I will give it away to a fan. <laughs> Very cool. To a listener. Awesome. Yeah. But it's it looks awesome. And it Can I dress up as the red skull for you to throw it at? Absolutely. I'm shaving <laughs> your head and I'm dropping red paint on your face. <laughs> uh my next geek out, and I have a ton of them, so bear with me. Okay. Franklin and Bash. Yeah. Who you heard at the top of the show. Love yeah. that show. Best new show this summer, in my opinion. Um, they're almost done for the season. They have been renewed for a second season. Good. Woo. Yes. Thrilled. Love it. That's a short one. That's all I need to say about that. Okay. Friggin' love that show. Uh, my next geek out and my last geek out, cause I'll let Brian take what would be my last one. Cause I know he wants to talk about it for a while. <laughs> Brian, you're going to be proud of me. Okay. As a weed knight, I think you're going to be very happy that I have successfully watched both the full series of Firefly and the follow-up movie, Serenity. Really? What are your thoughts on them? I, at first, was kind of eh with, like, maybe the pilot. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I got into it and got into the characters more, as Whedon does, he writes to the characters, and he's very, very strong with that. And I really ended up starting to like it by the end of it. Very cool. The one critique I have of the show Mm -hmm. is I hate the theme song. (laughs) Really? I, it's cheesy, but I thought it worked for the the show. I know they have kind of the Western feel, yeah. but the Western music at times feels forced. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I I hate the theme song. I skip over it every time. It's it's, <laughs> it's too it's too corny for me. And so uh, sorry, go ahead. You, uh, no, go. No, no, go ahead. Were you? What did you think of Serenity as a as a as a uh? closure of the series did you feel it was a clo- enough closure or did you did you feel that uh it could have there should be more i think it was a decent amount of closure um granted it they only i mean they only had so much time and so much yeah, yeah, money yeah. um one thing that i i do feel like some things were rushed and yeah i'm going spoiler alert right now well um, the movie's been out since like know, forever yeah. so yeah don't worry about it um i understood the need to eliminate characters mm-hmm. i didn't see the need to eliminate two the preacher's death or um what uh preacher they say a uh, shepherd shepherd shepherd, shepherd yep. book his death was meaningful mm-hmm. and felt like it had a place washes did not uh i think with tentatively t- technically with joss Whedon likes to do is usually takes a character that everyone really grows to love and then quickly takes him away from you in like a shock moment and mm-hmm. so it worked in that in that vein for me where he's done it in other shows yeah and wash was one of my favorite characters so i i actually saw it in a theater full of weed nights and i remember everyone was just like speechless and going oh my like people were screaming out like oh my god like it was that like sudden and i i thought it was i understand what you're saying though but yeah it was just a, a almost like a punch in the stomach when they did it it was it was just like and that's he does that masterfully well he'll build up a character and then just take him away he does. Yeah. I just felt like it was uh, much more empty. If it w- took place, like, I do feel like the movie rushed up some of the closing yeah. things. Yeah. And if it took place at another time, it would probably be yeah. meaningful. But it was just so overshadowed by how powerful the shepherd's death was. I think problem was is like half the stuff. Obviously, he had plans for seasons and seasons, and he had yeah. to kind of condense everything down into a two-hour movie. And you can only, you can't really, you know, go over the. You can't really, really 
take in the deaths within in just a movie. Right, like right. if it was a TV series, they'd have a whole episode. You know, it it. So yeah, it's sort of. I, I get what you're saying. The only other thing about the movie that really threw me off, and I think it was especially because I watched the entire series in a row and then the movie following it. And not in one sitting, people. I don't have that much free time. But um, don't let him fool you. He does. The interior of it's only thirteen or sixteen episodes. Not yeah, sure. uh, fourteen actually. Or fourteen. Thank fourteen. You. The uh, the interior of Serenity was much darker in the movie, and I understand that a little bit because it, uh, the Enterprise felt like to the same thing when they did the Star Trek movies. Uh, the interior of the ship just became darker, and it was lit differently, so it didn't feel the same. Well, also, they had destroyed all the sets from the TV show because the TV show was canceled and they never oh, thought geez. they'd make a movie. Yeah. Well, so. yeah, Serenity. I mean, they, they did a nice recreation. It just felt yeah. so much darker and not as homely as it used to. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a debate that goes on in the Firefly community because I'm not in tune with right. it the same way most people who have been following it for a while are. I did, uh, I did find it interesting doing some research as to the things behind why it was canceled and everything and the episodes being shown out of order and fox just yep. seems like they totally botched that up oh and granted, time. granted probably the biggest one of the biggest botches in the history of television and i actually feel lucky that i didn't have to endure that and i got to yeah. watch it sequentially but um one debate i don't know if this is a debate that goes on but is there a nora versus kaylee debate as in which one <laughs> is more appealing to fans uh not really i mean there may have been Early on, or they may there. It's been so long now that it's still people are the most things you still hear. Damn it, when there's going to be more episodes, or damn it, yeah. when are they make another movie. I know it seems like everyone just wants to complain about it instead of like yeah, celebrating. No, it. Yeah, exactly. We'll ask so. you then. Who's your preference, Nora or Kaylee? Oh, Kaylee, hands down. See, that shocks me. Really, it shocks me more so because I have the same opinion. Oh, and I think <laughs> I like... it, it, it would seem so much like Nora's the clear choice, mm-hmm. but. Kaylee's freaking adorable. She is. I I can't. I, I that's and she's just awesome. I can't put it into words. Just fantastic. Mike so, is yeah. so lost right now. I have now. no idea what you guys are talking about. No. Who cares? Stay in your corner. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we're talking about weed and stuff. Sounds like a tag match. Ryan's I just real stand happy in the right and now. You do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's real happy. Right now. He's happy right now. We don't talk about weeding too often. All right. And uh, yeah, so I, I dug it. I really cool. liked it. Yeah, I'm proud that I made it through and uh, before Congrats. I before I cancel Netflix. <laughs> Did you cancel it? I will be um, at the end of August because the September first is when the, the change goes over. Amazon thing. I have Amazon, yeah, and I don't need any streaming stuff. Honestly, I really don't. I'll just use Redbox. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Um, that's gonna be my last geek out though. Because I'm going to give Brian some time. <laughs> this a is going to be a big time. one, guys. Yeah. So you might want to put the show on pause. Uh, use the bathroom. Uh, Make yourself grab a some sandwich. Food. <laughs> yeah. All right. And welcome Skip back, ahead. Brian. No, you're up. <laughs> um, basically, as I'm calling this, which I know a lot of old school uh, Ring of Honor fans are going to yell at me for, but I am calling this the Summer of Punk Part 2. Uh, I just... Uh, it's just been since he did that promo that we talked about a couple weeks ago from the beginning of July, it's just been off and running where for some reason I have now like fully back into wrestling again. And a lot of other friends of mine who completely were completely bored by the product are all of a sudden now, like it's just sort of this, even, even the internet, it seems like punk has done this. Like 
I can't describe it, but he somehow brought like hope and awesomeness back to the WWE that like people were just bored at it hell with. I and, think one uh, of the reasons that it's because of that is because he's pointed a f- he's he is the fans hand pointing yeah. a finger at the right. WWE saying he's yeah. the new anti-hero. Stop it. <laughs> exactly. He's the yeah, he's saying everything that the people are thinking that you know want to say but can't. Sure. And uh I just just going down, you know, the timeline. I mean, it's the last time we've talked about it. I went to the Raw live in Boston the yep. week before Money in the Bank and uh it just his reception was it, it is like he got a superstar reaction and yeah. Boston's pretty good with excuse me, uh you know, giving people that, you know, Many people don't cheer, but he got a monster reaction. You know the fact yeah. that they all started chanting about the ice cream bars. And, yep. You know that's hysterical. The f- yeah, <laughs> I'd buy them absolutely. The, and just I, I mean the stuff they let him say. The fact uh, where he, I just remember vividly like the entire crowd going ooh, and he said the only time uh, WWE has ever been relevant is when when uh, I say something or when someone dies from the business, and everyone was just like ooh, ooh. like it's just like you can never. The thing with him is like he says these things and no one sees these things coming. It's just like I, I can't describe it. So, anyways, it was a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. Then we go on to Money in the Bank, which I think hands down was probably the best pay per view, not just for the CM Punk part, but entire whole pay per view, best pay per view of probably the past yeah. decade. It like, was good, and by uh, the end of it, Mike yeah. watched that with me. We sat down yeah. and watched and it. And we literally jumped we up jumped and cheered. We jumped out of our seats. Seriously, it was we like that much emotion, screaming. and the crowd yeah. was perfect at being Chicago. Yeah. I was so sure that, you know, Punk, there's no way Punk was going to win the belt. There's yeah. no way. He, and they did it so pitch perfectly the way they did it, and with him, you know, jumping over the rail and blowing a kiss to Vince with the belt, and just, it, it was just like, I, I was like, on cloud nine it was the greatest yeah, thing i'd ever I seen i hadn't felt like that watching wrestling since benoit won the title at wrestlemania yeah it was it was just this energy and the crowd and every, and they did it perfectly and you know they didn't you know it just i can't describe it and then the like no one you know everyone's like oh he's gonna leave and he's gonna drop the scene on the way out and blah 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 and yep. you know they just did it and then the fact that the next day on twitter he is like posting pictures of putting the belt in the freezer and the that refrigerator. was awesome it was the greatest thing ever. And then he's like raw the next night. People are like, oh, he's going to show up. He's at a Cubs game. Yep. You know, it, it was just playing, playing the storyline out without it being on TV was just brilliant. And Absolutely. something that people, it was a new thing for the internet age. And, you know, it like, I think punk said in that, um, that, in, that interview, that what was the name of the interview, the, uh, uh the, the Simmons report. report. Yeah. He said how it's basically the reality era now and not yeah. like the attitude era where he wants to make it more. And I mean, of course we get to the big thing. I was at San Diego Comic Con and I didn't know he, I kind of had a feeling he was going to be there, but I didn't know what he was going to do because I saw the night before on that Wednesday that he had said, I'm in Chicago, uh, San Diego and mm-hmm. I'm just like, huh. And so I had decided to go to the WWE panel. It was a toy panel. It was kind of uh, a fluff thing. There wasn't actually that many people there. The video makes it look like there was more people. There was probably a, a good half the room filled, not that much. Yep. Um, you know, they brought out Bret Hart and Triple H and Rey Mysterio, cool. and they are talking about the toys and stuff. And all of a sudden, I, I it's like one of these things, you know, it made the entire trip for me. Like, I can never forget this moment. You know, the, the side door opens up and Punk comes in with the, the megaphone. The entire place, you can watch the video on the website. Yeah, it just, or they can the, hear it right now. Or they can hear it right now. Go for it. (laughs) 
and right now Brian peed his pants. You're not gonna shut this off on me, are you? Yeah! You know, I've never been able to come to the Comic Con because I've always been working, but this this year I couldn't I couldn't help pass this up this opportunity. Uh, how's life in Fantasyland, Hunter? I was like in the unemployment land. <laughs> Back and forth. It's great, actually. I'm actually not looking for a job, but I've heard you're trying to crown a WWE champion. Is that true? Great, great. I know, I know you're, you're a man of honor and integrity. True champ. Oh, yeah. You, you want a title shot, you can come to Chicago and get one anytime. Question is, when are you going to put Zack Ryder on television? <laughs> <laughs> Luke Gallows! <laughs> first, first of all, um, a champion actually performs. So um, when you want to come back and perform, it's a new day pump, new regime. Things aren't the same as they used to be. Give me a call. Maybe we can work something out. CM Punk! CM Punk! CM Punk! CM Punk! CM Punk! You know where to find me, and I'm sure Stephanie has my phone number, so you Snap! I wish she had my number. That that's electric. It sounds like it was awesome. Yeah, if you see the video, the room was just I mean, people like he—he he walked right into the fans. People were going crazy, like this energy that you've—and ne- it was just—I almost wished that you know they had the, the, the WWE cameras there, so I knew it was. I, I wish they kind of showed it on Raw, which they didn't, yeah, which I no. thought was a mistake. But they did post it on their website. But it was just—it was one of those surreal moments that just everything lined up. Like the fact that I happened to be in San Diego the year that they did. Like it was just—it was—I'll it, never forget it. It was just crazy. I just wish I could have. The best was uh, after he uh, he finished, he drops the megaphone, and this this uh, young kid picks it up after he leaves, and he's and they're like, everyone's like, you just got CM Punk's microphone and our megaphone, and the kid's like, I like John Cena, and everyone oh! just like starts, oh! and everyone just starts booing, and they're like, give it. us the microphone, megaphone, yeah. and he's and the kid just like leaves with it, oh but it was, it was hilarious. I like John Cena. <laughs> yeah, and the best is a kid. bunch of people left the room trying to follow him, like yeah. he like bolted out of the room, and like I get, he was so incognito, like. Like he he could easily just been in the Comic Con all day and no one would have seen him because he was dry. like there's so many people and yeah. there's so many you know celebrities and wrestlers there you can never like find people so I don't know where people thought they were gonna see him but yep. yeah it was just electric and it was one of the best moments of like my wrestling fandom ever like it was just fantastic and so cool then we come to this past Monday on Raw and yes there's been criticism that they brought him back too soon which I do think they could have kept him off another week at least. But as Punk did say on the, again, once again, plugging that, uh, Simmons report, which you can listen to on ESPN.com. Um, he said, you know, you know, give it a chance. Watch the next couple of weeks. You know, SummerSlam is the second biggest pay per view of the year. Yep. I do think if they waited too long, he would have lost some of his heat and he's so ultra hot right now. Absolutely. You really kind of do need to, you know, pull the, push the button on him right now. And the fact that they, you know, he got Vince to pay you know, how much money that song is going to cost. Cause they, when's the last time they've had a wrestler who used like a real theme that they have to pay money for like right, every right. time. So it's, it's just, you know, they're getting, I've been reading, you know, he's, he's getting, they would, he resigned the day of the pay-per-view and I guess he got a lot of things that he wanted done 
because he wasn't going to come back. So I have a feeling he's we're in for a huge ride of you know Punk on top for a while. I don't think they're gonna. He's not going to just come back and you know job to Cena and that's it. I also mean, so. on the uh, BS report, it was really nice to hear him say that they they've given him some yes. leeway to be him. Yeah, and- they were saying basically someone compared it to. When Shawn Michaels, you know, early DX time, when Vince was starting to listen to Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and, you know, now they're saying Punk actually can get into Vince's ear and he'll listen to him. So yeah. I think this is a good, a good move for the wrestling business because Punk knows his shit. He's, he's like one of the, you know, the real hardcore wrestling fans. He's not, he doesn't like the fluff stuff. And, yeah. you know, I think it's really going to, yeah, I let's hope get that away this from is gonna, the totally scripted promos and let the wrestlers do what they're good at. Exactly. So I really, hopefully, this is going to be, you know, a, a wave of the future, and I, I just, I, I can't wait. It's just got me psyched. And I mean, if you noticed on Raw on Monday, like the people are, like all the females and kids cheered for Cena when he raised his belt, and then when CM Punk raised his higher, oh all the god, fucking, it was Explosion. just explosion. <laughs> I had to feel so good. Is there it's stuff just, out there that it's just awesome? So actually, that, that's my huge geek out. Has he actually but, resigned? Because yeah. Yes. His contract doesn't he, really expire till September. No, he resigned. Oh, he no, did. he resigned. They resigned him supposedly to a five-year deal yeah. the day of the pay-per-view. So oh, it's okay. it, they, he must have been a lot of what he wanted because they said he was pretty much not wanting to stay. Or who knows? He may have you right, know because the, either yeah. way, the whole thing was going to build to SummerSlam. And if yeah. he wasn't going to resign, obviously they would take the belt off him and put it on Cena. Right. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure that's not in the plans. I mean, he may still lose to Cena, but there's no so way he's just going to job cleanly. You know, champion. there's. There's a, I, I I'll I'll throw out a prediction of mine that I think I don't know I I don't know anything that's going on but I have a, f- a sneaking suspicion that Triple H is gonna somehow either turn heel and do something mm-hmm. uh, something with Triple H is up with me I, I I foresee him you know trying to take like basically take a hostile takeover of the company well, yeah, okay it this has way to be from punk a, first the company that's not only that but from a story point standpoint. <clears throat> The uh, Triple H's biggest opponent ever really was The Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With now we've got The Rock versus Cena. It's an opportunity to turn Cena and Triple H heel. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing Leading something. Towards WrestleMania it's, yeah. Where it's going to be CM Punk versus Triple H, John yeah. Cena versus. Cena needs to be the new corporate. Right. Yeah. Corporate That's what's coming. Evil I think. Guy, yeah. But yeah. I, we'll there's, see. there's a lot of possibility. It's a great time. I think that's the, the thing. You don't know what's going to happen next. They're at that yeah. point. They're at the tipping point right now where it's either. They're going to run with this, and this is going to explode like it did in the late 90s. Hmm. Or it'll just continue to stay the way it is and just kind of, you know. Yep. Yeah. Fizzle but, along. I mean, there hasn't been this much positivity for a long time. So, yeah, I, I'm hoping it, it goes. I mean, it could explode. You're right. So, that's it's just an exciting time right now. So, we'll see. Definitely. But, like, you know, you said it could go either way. So, uh, my next geek out is uh, I saw Captain <laughs> 20 <America>. minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. What's up? No, nah, I said I saw my my next geek out is uh, Captain America, which I saw. Yes, yeah. as did and, I, and I did and not. So tell me, guys, did you like it? <laughs> I, uh, I loved it. Actually, yeah, we I both it loved it. Fantastic. My review is up there, ten out of ten. Yeah. We'll go yeah. more in depth later on the show when we hit the spoiler yeah. room, but mm. yeah. Um, and obviously my other geek out is San Diego. I was at Comic Con, and I'll get into that a little bit later. It's not like there. I mean, there was just uh, actually, if you want, I don't know. Do you want me to go into it now or sure, why not? All right. So basically, it, it's if you have a chance to go, I say go, but just be prepared to be completely overwhelmed by yeah. like the size. It's like it's it's the biggest convention center you know I've ever been to, and it's there's the millions and millions beautiful. of people. I mean, Hall H itself, uh, where they have all the panels. 
uh, fits 6,000 people. So it's like, you're just, it's just craziness. There's so many different things going on every second. You can't catch it all. I mean, the Marvel booth itself had things going on all day. I mean, I missed Chris Evans signing because I was walking around the convention. I mean, it's that big of a convention. You don't know what's going on. Just traveling Um, from place to place takes forever because of the capacity of people. Oh, yeah. It's like you you can't. It's almost like sardines. You have to actually like, you know, and I'm lucky I didn't get the con flu like most everyone does. (laughs) But, you mean, people are touching everything and walking by. Did you get a chance to see everything you wanted to see? For the most part, but not not panel wise. There are a lot yeah. of panels I wanted to see that I missed because there's just you couldn't do it. There's too many right. overlapping, and yeah. you have to make a choice. Now, what, yeah. when you walk into the building, what's the general atmosphere like when you walk in there? It's just craziness. It's like booths everywhere, and it goes all the way down one way and all the way down the other way. It's probably like three miles. Like <laughs> it, it's just it's 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 the most insane it thing ever, and. Even after well, I've four been days in those there, rooms. those are giant rooms. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and, and after like four days, I still felt like I was missing stuff. Like it took me, yeah, pretty much the second day, I realized that okay, I kind of know where to go to find certain things, but I was still like, oh crap! I like the last day, I found a booth that I hadn't seen. Like, there's so many, you know, different things. Um, uh, the cool things though were you know the crazy costumes, which yeah. you know you see either hot girls or you see. Uh, guys and or girls who are wearing costumes that they shouldn't be wearing because they oh, can't yeah. fit them. <laughs> Great. That's where I would hand out my card. Call me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you need to slim um, down. Wolverine does not weigh 400 pounds. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, yeah, you probably shouldn't be wearing that. Yeah. Um, just, uh, it was just overwhelming. You know, there's people walking the floor. John Cusack was walking around. Uh, Kate, Kate Beckinsale. You know, people just like, you know, people you would never see in your everyday yeah. life just walking. Did you around approach there. any of them? No. no oh, no. come on. No, I, I, We're I gonna do it in New York. We are gonna bombard them. We're taking them down. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, we're I did, literally I gonna did. tackle people. I Rob will spear them and I will hold them <laughs> tape recorder right to their mouth <laughs> say for it. quick words. Um, say it. Say uh, you love the geek generation. <laughs> I did go uh you know, the G four booth was awesome. I yep. I got to meet Allison Hayslip. Oh, was, tell me about her. She's <laughs> so gorgeous. It defies description uh sarah underwood who's a oh, I think oh yeah, yeah yeah tv uh, doesn't do her justice either no. uh, it's just amazing um so yeah lots i mean just everyone you turn the corner hulk hogan signing it like oh okay. boy whoa was this I, on? Wait, I this on? A, i'd give him the finger and like, <laughs> you need to die just like uh you know a lot of it was weird well there's a lot and this is not because i like wrestling but it just seemed there was an abundance of random wrestlers there like at one point i'm at yeah. the marvel booth and i see this guy that looks like the fallen angel christopher daniels and i'm like that is that him so i i randomly with my friend i'm just like is that the is that the fallen angel and he turns around and looks at me and he goes yes that's me and he just keeps walking and i was just like what, awesome is it because tna launched a, a toy line I mean, uh, I don't excuse me. No, some just, of them just. I don't go know if there. they were there. Oh, they weren't even at the Spike booth. They weren't at the TNA. Oh. Booth. They were at the Marvel booth. I don't. Well, even there know. was there was um a comic book too um being launched. I forget what it's called though. What was Hogan pushing? Uh, some some video game that he's uh, oh yeah the, video, uh, voicing oh, with a bunch of porn yeah. stars like Sasha what? Gray and someone else that I don't remember. But yeah, they were Grand at the Theft THQ Auto booth. Five. <laughs> like what the hell what, else the Hulk Hogan <laughs> Connect game is that what you're talking about no 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 Something no it's else? called Saints Saints Row the first oh, the new Saints Row game yeah, yeah. it's okay. him and a bunch of porn stars that are doing the voices so, good company yeah, right they, there <laughs> <laughs> they were so there at that booth um yeah it was like Rob Van Dam was walking around yeah he Ankle. was at um he was at that comic booth for some like wrestling comic 
Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like headlocked, headlocked or something. Yeah. yeah. Did you talk and, to him? No, I, I met Robin. I, I, I didn't. I, I don't know. I just. Brian's so scared of the Brian's celebrities. Scared. I'm scared. I, uh, I think there was. I think I saw Frankie Kazarian, who I don't really even like. Had no desire to talk to. Yeah. Um, Roddy Piper was there. I hadn't yeah. met him before, so there was. But there's just like a veritable like anyone you like any everyone in the comic business for the most part. Anyone in the wrestler. There's a lot of wrestlers. A lot of celebrities. Just overwhelming and like a fantastic time. But yeah. on the same time, you're on your feet all day and you're waiting in lines for like yeah. four hours at a time. And yeah, it's, it's like Disney too- World. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> no you get burnt. You get burnt out and just by like I, I would just yeah. like it's would, draining. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. it sounds like fun. Yeah. Now with with the wrestlers that were there and the celebrities, were they now even the ones that were just walking around? Were they yeah. pretty open to stopping and taking signing autograph or taking a picture, or were they kind <laughs> of stingy the, about the, it? The celebrities, not so much. Where they a lot of them had uh, two or three uh, security people. The worst, oh, you know who the worst was was Kelly Kelly. She was surrounded by like four security guards she little she's kids would walk up good. to her and try to get autographs and she wouldn't even like sign that she she actually does not look as good as she does on tv she actually kind of wow. has some acne issues going on and she had a, so much makeup on and uh she looked disgusted to even be there and uh it was funny because then she went to the mattel booth to do an interview yeah. yeah and uh they're interviewing her and they're like so how's it like to be at comic-con and she's like good and they're like so when did you get into wrestling? And she's like, when I was 14, she's like, I was a big fan of Stone Cold. And she's like, I used to wear his shirt to bed. And she's like, I'm only 24. And in my head, I'm going, shit, she only is 24. That's like kind of weird. Yeah. And then, uh, there, the best was like, so are you a comic book fan? And you could see the, the <laughs> wheels like spinning in her head. She didn't know what to say. So yeah. she's like, no. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> kind of. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is a disaster. Then they go, so who's your favorite comic book hero? And she, just had this blank stare and I'm like, oh God. And then she after like thirty to sixty seconds of thinking, she's like, Batman. And I'm just like, <laughs> Oh, it was it was and then Kane, of course, was after her and he did a perfect job of like, yeah. you know, he's like, Oh, he's like, you know, I like the Voltron statue that's he like he was really but well, sorry. She uh she's just she was just really, really bad and I'm just like and she brought the belt with her. I'm like, Do you really need to bring your belt with a you lot on of them stage? Carry the championships around. It's, it, but yeah, she was just like she was really. Her and Alicia Fox were the most oh, like to guarded. Talk to Alicia Fox. Who the hell's, yeah. She's the she's the uh, the, the uh, black. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Anyways, but no, the, it seemed like I guess type. they were the most paranoid. I don't know. It's because they were afraid that like comic geeks were gonna like attack them or something. Probably. But they were like they were like really guarded and let like anyone near them. So so Brian, but, yeah. The, the burning question is the yes. booth babes, please. Tell us oh, about the booth babes. And did you dude, get pictures with any of them or talk yeah, so to them? There's a lot of pictures I haven't put online yet, but yeah, they're, they're pretty much every corner. There's a booth babe. Like you yes. turn a corner. There's, I mean, you've never seen so many hot girls in your, your life, like anywhere. You, New York be like, like that? Kind of not as many, but they, <laughs> they are present. They are yes, present. they cool. are. Yeah. Just, it, I mean, you know, every, you know, every booth, I mean, I was handed like things by random girls. I had no idea what they were selling, but there's, you know, scantily clad and they hand out things. Cause that's how people, you know, right. do business. Yeah. Apparently. And then you get hypnotized but, uh, for a second. Just could hand just, you a grenade. You'd be like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Exactly. boom. laughs> yeah. I came home with just like a bag full of free stuff. Half of it. I had no idea. Like, I'm just like, I don't even know where I got half the stuff, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, even non booth girls, there's a lot of hot girls in costumes. Um, yep. There, there's just a lot. I have a lot of pictures I got to upload, but uh, yeah, it's just it, it was it was a great experience. The good and the bad. Like, bottom line, the good is you get to see so much. The bad is 
everything, there's a line to everything. If, no matter what you want to do, you're going to have to wait in line for a long time. Your feet are going to kill you. Even yeah. if you're in the best shape of your life, you're going to feel like just burnt out by the end of the day. So, Did so you see, that. Was, wasn't Chris Hardwick there doing the newest uh, podcast? It wasn't in the same building. Then. No, oh, yeah, it was, was, it was down. Uh, I actually wanted to get tickets to it, but it was sold out by the time I checked. Oh, but yeah, man. it was down the... That Will Wheaton was also doing a, a Will comedy. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yeah. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. <laughs> Say wheat. 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 Say Wheaton. Wheaton. <laughs> Wheaton. <laughs> but yeah, there, I mean, and, and Kevin Smith was doing uh, in the House of Blues down the streets. I mean, there was all, people oh, everywhere. Cool. Out, Even outside of Comic-Con, there was, you know, things going on everywhere. That's so awesome. yeah, it was really cool. Great, so, so they just take over. The, San Diego is just taking over. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it, millions of people everywhere. Like I've never seen so many people in one spot. So, like just- Rob, what are we doing next summer? <laughs> We're going to San Diego. I'm working on it. All right, we'll I'm see. in. I might, uh, depending on my on my situation, I might go again. I mean, it's almost like you kind of need one year just to get uh, like situated with it. And yeah. I said a lot of people were saying that. So yeah, who knows? We can make you make a geek generation trip. But yeah, sweet. no. Bottom line, it was it was very cool. So cool, awesome. awesome. That- and that's all my geek outs because it took like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, uh, normally I'd say we'll take a break now, but we might as well get our freak outs out of the way too, I guess, before because yeah. we still have a lot of stuff in the second. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, then. Oh, freak out. Mike. I don't really have any. I'm Thank good. you. That's actually good this week. Yeah, <laughs> well, in that case, let me just no, rip shut things up. out of my ass. Shut up. <laughs> all right. Brian. Uh, I just have one, and it. I t- I actually went to the Superman panel, the only DC panel I attended uh, the entire uh, convention. Yes, and uh, I don't know if you guys have been reading on what they're doing with Superman, but oh, it's yeah. absolutely yeah, terrible. Making them stupid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something looks- else. I don't want to offend a certain type of person. <laughs> Basically, he's now never been married to Lois Lane. Both his parents are dead. Uh, That's are what kills dead. me. Is the, yeah, the his- death of the Kents? They're, n- they're yeah. both dead. He's it. going to be more of an alien now and not embracing his human side. Lois is going to be hooking up with some giant beefcake. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, so you basically destroyed everything that was of the Superman mythos from the past like 20 years. That? I'm like, it just makes no sense to me. <laughs> Agreed. So, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Why Hurricane's pissed. He is. <laughs> Yeah, it was just it's just absolutely disastrous. And I, I just kind of glad that Smallville ended last year and I can kind of just be like, OK, that's the end of my Superman. Because I honestly, between this reboot and maybe the movie, I kind of want nothing to do with Superman anymore. This, this is going to bomb and they'll go right back to like, oh, yeah. So back to <laughs> Superman issue 1032. I can only hope, you know, but it doesn't look like they're doing that because I, I don't know. They've, they've, they claim that they have a five-year plan for this and I'm like, oh, fantastic. Five-year plan. I don't mind the not married to Lois Lane thing. I do mind the the Kents because that's yeah, such a huge part of his character and what made him who he and is. The and the armored costume and they're like, oh, we're going to explain why he needs to wear that. I'm like, what? I'm like, he needs I'll to wear I'll explain armor- it right now. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It, why would you? And they're, the whole thing, last thing I'll say, is you know they're trying to expand to a new general audience bring kids in kids know what superman looks like why yeah. would you change his costume it's the most yeah. it's the most like well-known pop culture superhero costume in the world and well, they're going to change because it. obviously so it's, it's like, way more comfortable to be running around in jeans <laughs> the new costume's growing <laughs> on like me a little bit or something yeah it's the action comics version that bothers yeah, me whereas yeah. jeans and, and work boots and a t-shirt and i well that's that's, the, that looks that's like gonna take place five costume. years before the other one so still that's, it's that's, lame as hell 
Yeah, it's uh, just terrible. So and he can't moving fly on. <laughs> either. He can't fly in action comics. He's jumping over. Yeah, he tall can only leap. And the Lame. best thing they said, the best thing they said was how him and Jimmy Olsen are now going to be childhood friends who are both interested in zombies, vampires, and and um, conspiracy theories. Great. My sentence exactly. Awesome. Horrible so yeah, idea. moving on from that garbage. Uh, Dear DC, thank you for killing my childhood. <laughs> yeah, sir. Thank you for raping my child. Thank. That's a much better way of putting it. <laughs> we have been raped. My freakout is uh, short, and it's other podcasts. Uh oh. Because I was I was up late one night, and You're I was starting just, a fight. We yeah, start who, a war? who are we starting a war with? Who um, all of the others. <laughs> I'll stab them. <laughs> well, not all of them. There are some podcasts I listen to and I like. I listen to uh, Nerdist. Yeah, and I good. listen to uh, Fitzdog Radio. And um, I listen to a couple podcasts on podcasting because, you know, right. knowledge is power. And I want all the power. Knowledge um, is everything. <laughs> I want all the power. The, uh, <laughs> I went to look at some of the podcasts that are recommended below ours that people are also subscribed to. Yeah. Not only did several of them stop new episodes in like 2008, but <laughs> I tried listening to some and the audio quality is just atrocious. Like I thought I was buying a whole bunch of stuff and being an audiophile just to be on par with other shows. So that would we would have similar production quality. When the reality is, we probably have better production quality here than ninety percent of the shows that are out there. And when you listen to their content, it's terrible. Does it sound like they're in a wind tunnel? Like it's so bad, <laughs> so bad. And it's it's obnoxious even more when you see that they have like three hundred reviews on iTunes and some of them are and it doesn't even matter whether some are positive or negative. Just the fact that that many people are listening to their show <laughs> yeah. as opposed to the seventy something people that listen regularly here. Yeah. You know, I, I have a dream, boys. I have a dream. <laughs> that all seventy something people that listen to the show mm-hmm. they go on iTunes. Oh testify imagine, my brother. Imagine if they all wrote reviews. <laughs> yes. We have like thirteen right now. Like <gasps> Just ratings, mm. but only like nine reviews. Oh. Uh. Imagine, I, imagine a world where everyone who listened went on iTunes and wrote a positive review for the show. I can see it. Imagine see the it attention that the iTunes store would then bestow upon our humble little podcast right here. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful world. It is. Oh, my brother, testify. <laughs> Share my dream, people. <laughs> but seriously. I know. Like... <laughs> I think our show well, is right, better so than a lot of the crap what are these that's other, out there. Well, what are they? Are they just bashing stuff? No, like, or are they? I just get bored within like five to six minutes of listening to it. What do they talk about? Some of them, like I tried listening. Well, here's the biggest thing: the content could actually be good in a lot of situations, but the quality is so bad that I can't make it to the content. <laughs> oh, like I just hear horrible. Uh, like Brian over Skype sounds better than. Half the shows I was listening to. <laughs> and Brian sounds all right. But, Thank you, sir. Yeah. But but I don't know how these people are recording these, whether they're sticking microphones straight up their asses or what. <laughs> and trying to get garble, that garble, echo. Garble, yeah. garble, garble. They're getting the echo from their mouth through their stomach to their butt. 
Oh That's my the God. only way I can think about recording them the way that these things are recorded. <laughs> now recording from deep within my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> Coming next week on the Geek Generation. From the cockles of my anus. <laughs> um, yeah, but it just freaks me out that they're so bad and people don't put the, the time and effort and money into creating something that people actually would want to listen to. Well, I think we just have, yeah. you have to leave a negative comment on their page that says, Hey, if yeah. you want a real good podcast, listen to. I didn't leave the plug, but I did leave negative comments oh. that I made it through I'll like five plug. minutes and the audio quality was it. just atrocious. <laughs> I have no problem. I leave, I, I plug my wrestling character on WWE's Facebook page consistently. Do you really? That's awesome. Yeah, I just put a link to my wrestling character. That's Never awesome. thought of doing that. For my own amusement, because eventually the character will show up on TV. Well, you're kind of a plug whore anyway. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is, plug as I call whore. Mike a no, whore, let's go to break because it's that time. <laughs> yep. Because it is. I'm going to go cry. Yeah. Go weep in the corner we'll again. Back. Go back to your corner. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, this is John Schneider, you know, the, uh, the Bo Duke guy, or... Smallville guy, Jonathan Kent, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. That's not my generation. That's your generation. What a nice fellow. He is a nice fellow. He is an awesome fellow. Yeah. He was insanely nice to Brian and I. Yeah, he was super nice. Super. Super nice. Super. Brian wanted to Uh, enter the bad joke contest. What's up? (laughs) Zing. 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 All right, we actually do have uh, things to. Uh, we actually have play. a show here to yeah. cover. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have a show. We have um, a listener mailbag to go into. Believe it or not, how okay. about that? Sweet. I have... Let's dive into Rob's sack. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. You're all, you welcome. can do that yourself, sir. Welcome I'm, I'm to the bad joke play. <laughs> I was waiting for something. Yep. Oh my god! You've got mail. You bastard! Okay. Our first email comes in this week from Kendra in Cleveland. Hello, Kendra. Who hasn't Hello. written in before. I appreciate, A, that we have more female listeners than we expected. Yep. Which clearly, logically means they all desire me. They do. <laughs> and ladies, he's very single. <laughs> he's very egotistical and very single. <laughs> but I will tell you, the man can cook. It's true. He there you cook. go. But I do have a hole in my soul. I'm an empty... But I'm not even going to make the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, Brian. Down, boy. Um, But no, secondly, I appreciate that she wrote in where she's writing from, because that's interesting. I like to know where our listeners are from. So Kendra from Cleveland, who's very obviously obsessed with me, has a whole (laughs) email just uh, upset with me in a way. Oh, she's pissed? I don't know if it's pissed. I think she's disappointed Uh with me. Uh Uh Uh-oh. She said, Rob, say it ain't so. How can a fella I agree with about... This is my impression of Kendra from Cleveland. (laughs) How can a fella I agree with about so much be so wrong about someone as influential as Tarantino? You remember Uh this, Mike? Kendra? Uh, You you called for this. I love (laughs) you. You called for this. Thank you. This is your fault. Thank you. Oh, my God. Your fault. 
Now I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, but to hear you say you hate one of my favorite directors broke my heart. This is the oh, part no. where she's obsessed with me. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. Her. She loved you. <laughs> she loved but me. But now she's, th- there's been an argument. She's on yeah. the, <laughs> we're in our first, we're in our first tussle. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kendra. Um, oh, Brian, I wish you were here to see this. <laughs> now she's on, now she's on the Mike bandwagon because he's a Tarantino lover. Uh, Tarantino is like pizza. He's good when he's bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and not just for the trite, oft repeated reasons like his strong dialogue and amazing capacity for unique references in both his Im- imagery and content. While both of these points are more than true, and for these reasons alone, he has... Why is she becoming British slowly? Uh, (laughs) For these reasons alone, he has become known as a powerhouse, iconic American director. I find so much more about his style to enjoy. Cinemat... Wait. Cine... You need to add a slight Cinematically. Why? Because I know people from Ohio, and sometimes they tend to have a slightly southern accent. Cinematically, his movies are breathtaking. I think that's British. <laughs> Shut yeah, up. Sort of Shut British. up. Leave me alone. Now- <laughs> I'm sorry we're butchering this. Now <laughs> a good deal of that credit can go to his editors and cinematographers. But his hand can be seen solidly throughout his entire filmography. As a writer, Tarantino's scripts have an ability to build tension through the simplest twists. While his characters undeniably deliver lines that will surely be overquoted until the end of man, they also can slip in slight <laughs> phrases that draw you into the world and keep you truly engaged with the action in a manner other writers constantly strive for. And let's not forget the point that Mike so eloquently made. Yes, I got Tarantino plugged. truly brings out the best of his casts. Yes. The brief revival of John Travolta's career is purely because of Pulp Fiction. Yes. He brilliantly used Bruce Willis in the most enjoyable quarter of four rooms. This girl's on fire. And one of the better <laughs> recent roles from Kurt Russell was as stuntman Mike. I mean, come on, dude. Where's the love? Yes. So wait, wait, wait. So Kendra, a.k.a. Mike. <laughs> no, I swear I didn't write this. <laughs> I don't want to think about Mike being obsessed with me. Let's, no, I did uh, not write Let's this. progress forward. We know Mike's obsessed with me anyway, but let's move forward. Plus, plus, I would have never heard of Hold Tight by Dave D. Dazzy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch if it hadn't been for Tarantino. And for that, I will eternally be grateful. So please, Rob, some respect. P.S. Love the show and how it's been shaping up lately. Keep up the good work. So by first, how it's been shaping up, she loves the fact that I'm on the show. Pretty much. For, you know? First of all, though, I have to say, I don't, I, I agree with something she says, but I don't think anyone will be quoting his stuff till the end of mankind. I don't. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Um, I still fucking hate her. <laughs> <laughs> I can give no leeway here. I'm sorry. My opinion is my opinion. Um, Kendra, come on my podcast and talk about <laughs> yeah, <right>. Tarantino. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, I'll, 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 I'll compromise a little bit. Hey, how, how are you feeling right now? I'm feeling, <laughs> no. You just got ripped apart. I'm yeah, feeling fucking great because I, not only did I drop a third F-bomb this show, uh-huh. but. I thought you did three. That was four. Four. Four is my lucky number anyway. So a good fourth F-bomb is good. Um, not only am I feeling great. Mainly because someone's paying attention enough <laughs> and is that impassioned enough to write in. Something. Listen to me, tell them to yell I, at you. I'm just happy that we're getting those kind of responses. Yeah, that's awesome. That's- yeah, that's what I'm thrilled about. But Kendra, I give no apologies for, even though I said I apologize several times throughout your letter already. 
I, I can give no apologies for my opinion, but what I can do is offer up the compensation that while I don't enjoy Tarantino as a director, I do enjoy Tarantino as an actor mm. because I liked him in Desperado. Yep. I liked him in Reservoir Dogs. Yep. I liked him in From Dusk Till Dawn. Very good movie. And as Mike can see, I'm doing this all off the top of my head. You are. <laughs> because I do enjoy those performances. I thought his story that he told in Desperado was one of the best parts of the film. It was great. And actually, I should pull that for the beginning of a show at some mm. point. But it was a really good joke. And... um I don't know. As a director, aside from Reservoir well, Dogs. Don't forget his role in Little Nicky as the crazy oh God, priest. That was a terrible, terrible <laughs> I know, movie. I know. I that was a terrible, yeah, let's not ever reference that again. <laughs> aside from Reservoir Dogs, which I did enjoy it was a good for movie. the most part, I just don't care. I even re-looked up his filmography and I was like, hate it, hate it, hate it. You didn't like hate Pulp it, hate Fiction? It, hate, it, hate it, No, hate it. Really? Uh, yep. Why? Really? Hate it. Really? Yeah. You didn't like Kill Bill? Uh, I hated Kill Bill so much that I didn't even bother watching the second because I didn't care about the characters. And you didn't like Inglorious Bastards. Never saw it because I don't like Tarantino. It's a anymore. good movie. Um, yeah, it is a granted, good. you have to do a little bit of reading, but it's a little. So, a little so I don't mind subtitles. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something right now and I totally forgot what it was. <laughs> ha! We win, Kendra. We win. <laughs> Defeated Dude. by blocking the mind. Tarantino. Uh, Kill Bill. The thing that I hate about Kill Bill the most, and I think it's in Kill Bill 2, and it's the only part of the movie that I've actually seen, is the Superman speech. Oh, that is terrible. I like agree. The and it that. is. Yeah. It could not be more off. It shows that he didn't know, he doesn't know Superman. Yeah, it That's... shows that he has no grip on the character, and I will play and dissect that on the show eventually. I don't have time this That's week. That's fine. You made but one it's mistake. something I've always wanted to do. No, not one mistake. One big mistake. I was going to drop another F-bomb, but I've already hit four, and I'm going to leave it at that, because I like that number. <laughs> And I have slight OCD. If you them. go past but, four, they are explicit warnings going to go to very explicit. Although he still them, isn't as, as bad. I think I think he knows Superman better than DC does, but that's another story. Yeah, that's that's true at this point. I can't really argue. Yeah. Mm. Um, moving on. Thanks, Kendra. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Brian. Chaps. Thank you. Uh, you're all fired. Uh, moving yeah. on. <laughs> uh, we have an email from Matt Fowler who, like, who wanted to offer his own geek out and freak out. Cool. Uh, Matt said he's geeking out off the Yahoo main page. I checked out a video of what was called the toughest sport in the world. Mm. I'd never heard or seen this sport before, but holy crap, this looks hard. It's uh, basically volleyball with no hands, but they use like soccer oh, rules no. to get it over the net. So they kick it and they head it, and but there's mm. a volleyball net set up, and it's two versus two still. Cool. Yeah, and they have to do like uh, like those rainbow like kicks the and everything. It seems like the, the most impossible sport in the world. It seems really tough, but it's a cool video. Oh, I should have saved that for the microphone. I kind of belched <laughs> off mic for a sec. Yeah. I'm losing it. Um, the freak out was, he says, just surfing the web and came across some info that Hollywood is remaking one of my favorite movies of the 90s, a movie I can remember convincing my mom to buy me the VHS when it came out. Total recall. But they what? cast Colin Farrell as Dennis Quaid. Yeah. WTF. The Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they the had girl a, a with the three boobs at, at Comic Con. Yeah. You didn't know they were doing no, this? No, uh, this is not good. Total Recall is like already filming. or if Yeah, it's, it's got Jessica Biel, Kate Beckinsale, and Colin Farrell. Yeah. Will and um, it's being be directed naked? by um, uh, Kate Beckinsale's husband, whose yes. Who's yes. name yes. Like, just Underworld. in my head and just escaped me. Yeah, the guy who did the first Underworld. I can't think of his name. Yeah. And he's doing the fourth Underworld, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why Beckinsale's in it for the most part. Yeah. So, yeah, they're doing that. I know. All right. Well, we'll see. see you at the party, Richter. Apparently, it's supposed to be more accurate to the book. 
that it was oh, based yes. on than the Arnold. Well, one. see, I didn't know it was even yeah. off a book. Yeah. Our last one is a lengthy one uh, coming in from Matthew Boyd, not Mike Boyd, as I often have to point out. <laughs> Matthew Boyd. Is this a sibling or just no, complete no, coincidence? No did you idea not ask me this question already before? I don't remember. I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's just coincidence. No. Oh, okay. Boyd's like our show. Yeah, apparently. What's up, Boyd? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's terrible, too. Keeping the bad joke train running. Uh, Matthew Boyd says, hey, Rob, just listened to the superhero box office report and would like to throw my hat into the ring. You and Mike covered several of the big movies that have come out over the years, but there were a few that I think would be prime candidates for a reboot or prequel. Oh, cool. Okay. And he's got a list here, and I have some thoughts on some of them and others uh, I'll definitely take your guys' opinion on. Number one, hmm. he says The Crow. Skip the reboot out of respect for Brandon Lee, but given the stories from the movies that followed, Eric Draven couldn't have been the first Crow prequel he would like to see. I believe, Brian, and I think you might be able to back me up on this, that Eric Draven actually was the first Crow in the books. He indeed was. He was. So there's no prequel potential no. here. Eric Draven is the first Crow, <clears throat> but I do agree. Let's skip that story. And okay. instead of prequel, let's do what they originally talked about and make the next movie another sequel because there's so many different Crows they could go on yeah. forever. They originally planned on doing a movie based on the Crow book Flesh and Blood, which would have had a female crow in it, hmm. which I think should be the next one they do. That could be cool. Yeah. We'll cast Allison Hayslip <laughs> in the nude. I would like to see Eliza Dushku in that role. Thank you very much. Mm, yes, I can see Eliza that. Yeah. Eliza Dushku. Just like mm. from, from uh, Watertown, Mass. Yes. Yes. Let's keep it in the uh, local area. Okay. Yep. Number two. Doctor Strange. I think this could be huge if it is done right. The movie almost must be a dark movie and not campy. Think The Matrix meets Harry Potter. That's, that'd be a tough. The key tough word there movie. was done right. Right. Strange yeah. is a tough sell. Yeah, you can't. He let's put it this way. He can't hold his own comic book. I don't know if he can hold his own movie. I mean, he, he's a great supporting character in a in a in a uh, in the Marvel universe, but you, I can't picture him having his own film. I just can't. Right. I agree. Uh, Ghost Rider number three. <laughs> I know. I know. Ghost Rider was a terrible movie, and Nick Cage was well shitty. With that said, Sam Elliott's character uh, paves the way. For a story that would be pre-Johnny Blaze. He wants to see a prequel of Sam Elliott's character. The original uh, Ghost that's Rider. Not gonna, that's not, never I say that. no. And it doesn't matter anyway. Because right now Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is already in the works. Which is a sequel. Which looks absolutely, absolutely fucking terrible. Really? Yeah. The, uh, it, the it, artwork it, looks better than the original movie. Yeah. But, I mean, dude. It, the storyline is so bad. Yeah, Nick Cage. I haven't oh. seen too much. <laughs> uh, number four. Hellblazer slash Constantine. I really enjoyed Constantine and was even okay with Keanu in that role. Prequel and or sequel. I liked Constantine. I'd see a sequel. No, Keanu. I mean, the Constantine character is a British guy from London, not Keanu Reeves. That was people's big complaint, I know. And I can understand the fanboys. That's that's my only complaint. It was a decent movie for what it was. I enjoyed Constantine because I knew so little about the character. No, even even if you didn't, you did know. It was pretty... They, they did a good job with it. It wasn't yeah. terrible, but I just didn't like the casting. So Number five, Hellboy. Good weight, great movies. Either expand on the Hellboy storyline or start up the BPRD. I could see a BPRD movie being like a separate thing, but they are working on something um, yeah. that is going to be like uh, an afterlife police type thing. Um, that's in the works right now. I think it's RIPD. 
Um, uh, yeah, something like yeah. that. And actually, uh, Perlman and Del Toro were talking at Comic Con about Hellboy three and saying it's going to happen someday. It's just not going to happen in the in the near future. But there's definitely a conclusion to the trilogy, and they need to make it so it will happen. So. Del Toro and Perlman actually talked to uh, Empire online about it too, and I have the audio right here. There you go. Who's over there? You're good. You're good, pal. Uh, have you talked about Hellboy three? Has that come up? We uh, last time we had dinner, we talked about Hellboy three. And- he said, he said, well, I thought you didn't want to do it. I said, well, I thought you didn't want to do it. <laughs> so um, it's one of those conversations. Yeah, I mean, we blame each other, but the reality <laughs> is that in one dinner, he says, I don't want to do it. And then another dinner, he says, you want to do it? I go, you know, I think um, if we can, if every Hellboy movie is a huge struggle. Yeah. The first one was a huge struggle to get to 50 million. Yeah. Uh, and we were trying to make a $90 million movie with 50. Then the second one, we were trying to make a $200 million movie with 80. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the box office has been solid, and they made their money back and more, but it's not been so overwhelming that I can go. The, the third one would need to be huge, yeah, yeah. over 100, and I don't think there's a studio on earth that will go and really give us those tools and the freedom. Because yeah, yeah. it's a pretty dark... The third one is... Uh, you're, you're going in that direction. It's a, yeah, it's, that, a, yeah. it's a much darker movie. So, what I don't want to do is get into the politics of that, and then the movie is not what I want it to be. Mm. But we'll see. I mean, I, I'll, I'll work with Ron for the rest of my life. I think we need a couple more meals. Well, do you want to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. What the hell? You want to do it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll chip in for the meal if you want to. If you want to, yeah, if we want to get to that point, we'll we'll help you out. Well, your dance car is pretty full, so where would you fit it in? I mean, that's 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 yeah, the thing. but the, the dance car. Did, I mean, look at mountains. Yeah, the dance part is bullshit. I mean, what's next after Pacific Rim? I don't know. Yeah, do you? No, I don't. You do. <laughs> you gotta tell me. I appreciate Perlman's impression of Del Toro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, hello. Uh, this is Gabriel Del Toro. It's not. It's not definitely not going to happen it's not definitely going to happen i guess we'll see yeah. uh so the potential's there uh number six judge dread i know that dread is coming as a reboot of the sloan movie i remember the buzz from back then that the biggest gripe about the movie was that they were going to reveal dread's face leave the helmet on so this is something that came up a while ago and it's actually from an article that i posted last year but i'll reread it now in the comics, Judge Dredd keeps his helmet on, and uh, Carl Urban, who is now going to be in the Dredd reboot, uh, Carl Urban has no problem with doing the same. He explained in an interview with Movie Line, quote, Dredd is enigmatic, the faceless representation of justice, his prevailing attitudes, his strength of moral character, and the strength of his actions are what speak volumes for that character. So they are doing a Dredd reboot. Carl yeah. Urban is in the role, and he has already said, I'm not taking the helmet off. I hate to be a negative Nelly, but I don't think that movie is going to do anything because the first movie, no one even knew Judge Dredd, and the only reason it sold was because Stallone's right. name. Right. So I, I just can't see this doing anything. Unless but they market it, the crap out of it. Yeah. It, it, it could be a good movie, but I just don't see it uh, going anywhere. Yeah. Number seven, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That was a good movie. I think that, this movie was panned no, by the critics. No, I enjoyed it. I'm reading. I'm talking. <laughs> sorry, my guy. Like, no. like, I liked him. No, sorry. Continue, Rob. I think this movie was panned by the critics, but I liked it. And if they continue with the storyline, there are other characters to introduce. Sequel. Eh. Someone needs to read the comic book. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing like the comic book, yeah. and it's it's just a bastardized, terrible movie. But that's my opinion. But you're if playing you both sides. 
Actually, if I you take it away the from the comic and use it as its own standalone movie, it's fine. Yeah, that's how I looked at yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't all right. the comic. It was okay. I thought it was cool that all movie. the different characters were coming in. I like movies yeah. like that yeah. where you, all those characters merge. Number eight, Mystery Men. He says, I love this movie. If there Wait was a, a sequel coming out anytime soon, <laughs> you can rest assured I will be first in line. Wait, was sequel. This, this is a movie with Keenan and Kel in it? No. Wait, yeah. it? Wait is Wait, it? What am I thinking? Yeah. Was it, Brian? And, uh, yeah. Ben Stiller is like the lead. Yeah. 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 I saw and Pee Wee Herman as Dane Cook's in it. Like, like the yeah. Waffler. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. I, no, this movie was no good. Sorry, Matt. No good. We went from one great email to <laughs> nice job. It's a Matt. good email. He just dropped he, he dropped one number. All right, that was a big one. Number nine, the Punisher. He just has question marks after. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't. I don't know if you guys heard the news from Comic Con. Marvel has reacquired the rights to Punisher and oh. Blade, so they Marvel Studios can now make those movies themselves and or they can be included in the yeah. Avengers movies or whatever they want to do with them. Well, so, everyone hated Warzone, so I did not yeah. see either Punisher movie. And yeah. here's the thing. I think I'm destined not to see the first one. I have rented it four times, and every time, from different locations, the damn disc was scratched, and I couldn't play well, the movie. Well, my damn disc works just fine. Oh, but you saw about the Dolph Lundgren one or the first one? I think he's talking about the Thomas Jane one. I don't yeah, think he's aware you. of Thomas the Jane one. Dolph No, I'm Lundgren aware of the one. other okay. one. Because the other was, one is just... Yeah, just, yeah, yeah that's I'm aware wonderful. of that one. <laughs> Wonderfully terrible. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll wait for the reboot. Okay. Lastly, he says number ten, Spawn. I don't know what to say yeah. other than reboot. Oh um, my yes. god! IGN talked to Todd McFarlane at San Diego Comic Con about, about the Spawn, Spawn sequel, and McFarlane's been saying this for a while. And just to restate what it was, I, I had the audio, but it was so marked up with Comic Con background noise <laughs> that I, I didn't want to play it here, but I did uh, transcribe it. Uh-huh. Uh, he said the first one was a PG thirteen action movie. This one's just going to be like an R-rated, dark, just scary as crap movie. Awesome. I don't want it to be a superhero movie. I, w- I just want it to be a dark psychological thriller. Something that makes people sort of jump in their seat going, what the hell was that? I don't want there to be a good guy and a bad guy. I just want it to be the one sentinel voice. When I was a kid, I grew up on things like Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist and The Omen, and I want it to be in that vein. Cool. Let's do it. I, I could see it just because I actually, when I was in but, San Diego, I happened to be in the hotel on TV was the first Spawn movie, which I have not seen since I was 17. Yeah. And it's absolutely terrible it looking is. back at it. Now I liked see, it when uh, I saw it, but John it's John Mike in the clown outfit. Spawny, Spawny, you see Spawn on, run around going, uh, yeah, John Leguizamo running around like dynamite. <laughs> yeah. But Leguizamo was actually one of the highlights of that movie. Yeah, he was, he was really good as Violator. The clown. Um, when Spawn was actually a popular character. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> That's when we were all kids. It's, yeah, it's true. Yeah, he's got, after that movie, he just vanished. Yeah, he did. He fell off the face of the earth. Let's bring him Mike back. Boy, Mike Boyd still buys the comics. I think he's the only person in the world. Wow. Yep. Um, That is the entire listener mailbag. Cool. Cool. But we do have another segment to do, and we won't take too long with this, but we are going to step into the spoiler room for a brief discussion on Captain America. The first Avenger. Access granted. Welcome. So now that we are in the spoiler room, as I always say, from this point on, uh, we, it is safe ground. We can say anything we want. You already had your spoiler warning. We're going to talk openly about the movie. If you haven't seen it, you don't want anything ruined. Leave the room. Mike, do you want to leave the room? No, I don't care. <laughs> okay. I mentioned that the only part of 
all these movies that I really cared about was just the bringing together the of the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I saw that spoiler clip off of the yeah. website. So It's not the entire clip at the end. That's okay. Either, I saw but, enough. Okay. Initial thoughts here are, I, I saw it twice. Brian, you saw it twice. Yep. I saw it in 2D and 3D. Mm-hmm. I saw it 2D twice. So okay. how was the 3D? Uh, way too dark. Okay. Way too dark. There's no need for 3D in this movie. Marvel continues to do the rotoscoping. and no need for 3D. Yeah. Absolutely no need for the 3D here. It's a darker movie than Thor was as well, because yeah. Asgard was very brightly lit, and so was the area on Earth that he was, or Midgard, as I should say. And um, it, it blended itself to the 3D technology better, but Captain America was a darker movie. 3D darkens it up more. And if you're going to see it, definitely see it in 2D. Absolutely. Some initial thoughts just to go over real quick. CGI, skinny Chris Evans, was done remarkably well. Yeah. There was one part where he was at the podium. I think it was one of the initial times, maybe when he was at the fair. Or the uh, the first attempt before that. I don't remember where he got rejected. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Where, where I could kind of feel the green screen behind him. Mm-hmm. And see his neck, like, detached from the body. Really? I know it wasn't. It wasn't detached from the body, yeah. but I was looking for it, yeah. I think. And I, I, I noticed in my mind a separation. But overall, it was done remarkably well, and they spent a lot more time with him like that than I expected them to. Yeah, which is probably why they did it so well, because they realized they needed to... Yeah. I, I mean, I've said a lot of this stuff in my review anyway, yeah. and I gave this a 10 out of 10. It's yeah. it's on par for the best movie of the year. That's second it's either, 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's Super only... Super 8. But it's only the second one this year. I think I had more at this point last year. It's yeah, you Super did. 8 you had Captain America had right now. Yeah, uh, maybe I, I agree. I give it an A+, plus, uh, 10 out of 10. Yeah. I'd say the best Marvel movie since Thor. I mean, Thor. Since <laughs> Iron Man, the first Iron Man. Right. Like, I do right like the there. first Iron Man slightly better. But yeah, again, exactly. I think exactly. that's because I enjoy the character and the world more, maybe. Yeah, I agree. And it was more of a, you know, that had that tone that was a little... But yeah, just just a great story. It almost reminded me of, like, an old school, like, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Very, like, you know, good action adventure, but it had the romance. It had There totally. wasn't... Nothing was really over the top, and it was just very well done. The being at a period piece, too, was uh, very well done. Yep. Um, I just thought it was... Very well done. Yeah, no, you quickly mentioned uh, romance. This definitely had the most, like, heartbreaking, touching romance story compared to any of the other Marvel superhero movies. So, guys, if you want to take a girl to a superhero movie, this is probably yeah. the one. It's this depressing. Is it. It it's is. a depressing movie. But it's good. Yeah. Um, it, no, go ahead. No, the only thing I was going to say is the only thing I have, the only gripe I really had was the very end. I felt it ended on a weird note where he just said, you know, right. uh, I have a date, and then it just cuts to the end credits. I'm like, I felt like there should have been something else after that. That was the only gripe I, was okay I had. okay with that. The, uh, speaking of the end, the girl that was in his room, yes, uh, in the fake New York room, yep. I believe is the person who's going to be in the Avengers playing Peggy's niece. Oh, shit. That's supposed to be Sharon Carter. Okay. Yeah, I think so. That's cool. I didn't even I didn't even process that, but that would make sense. I know she had been cast, and I I remember the woman looking very similar to that. I'd have to do the okay. research to check for certain, but I believe that's her. No, that would make sense then, because yeah. that, that's gonna be that would be his love interest, <laughs> and that makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, I thought there was a great evolution and an explanation for the name in the suit. It wasn't just yep. throw on the suit and start calling yourself Captain America. There was the whole progression through the USO and the reason why he was there, and it all made perfect sense to me. I just loved how 
they showed like the hardcore comic fanboys were like, you're gonna put him in like a a, a military outfit. They put the actual costume on him to, as yeah. like a, and showed how ridiculous it would look if absolutely. they actually had used it. I just loved that Did and played really? it off as comedy because yeah. it oh, just looked cool. absolutely yeah. ridiculous. It was kind of like his USO costume when he was performing yeah. and oh, the troops cool. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, um, it just it made him look like a complete clown, and so that kind of was like, see, if you really did, you really want this as as his costume in the movie. I thought like, it was real cool that they even had the Captain America comics in there. Yeah, that was a very cool propaganda type way to using it. I like that. I like that a lot. Very cool. Um, my one critique was the during the final battle, like they had they had some really great action scenes, even though some of them were montages. People had issues with that, and they really wanted to see Cap spend the time but it gets redundant they had to go through that quickly yeah to get to the next thing um the one scene i really really liked in all that was when they had the part where like he breaks the top of the tank uh like throws oh, the yeah. guy out gets the grenades tossed to him and it's all very fluid and it has changes yep. in speed and what's moving fast and what's moving slow motion it was so fluid and done nicely then the final battle with red skull happens later on there's that one part where Cap slashes at his head with the shield that just goes by so fast where if they had done that same slow motion thing and watched Skull's head move back as the shield was just missing it, yeah, it would have been awesome right there. Speaking that's, of Red, that's my one beef, though. Yeah, speaking of Red Skull, I want to give a shout-out to Hugo Weaving. Oh, my did. God. He, he could have played it so over the top yep. and like, oh, I'm wearing, I've got Red red Skull. I'm like super over the top. I want to, I'm a Hitler wannabe. But he played it so like very you know real realism and it was just i completely bought it and you know the skull looked fantastic he just he he was great i thought he was fantastic absolutely it was awesome and a lot of people had their like you wrote in your review a lot of people were worried about chris evans you know being the comedic uh being like the human torch and all the non-other teen movie and everything but he really stood stood uh like took himself and made himself into the action hero, you know, stoic super soldier that Captain America is. And I thought he did it very well. Totally. So what was, yeah. since I haven't seen it and yep. what was, what's the explanation for him getting to today's time period to be an Avenger? He's frozen. Yeah. Which is always like from at the end he's, with like a battle with Red frozen. Skull. He ends up frozen. There, or, there's, or they froze him on purpose. No, not on purpose. No, it's oh, not on purpose. Oh, all right, just yeah. curious. Yeah. He gets frozen. They thaw him out when they find him in the future. And Which that's, is the, all that's the, the way it happens in the comics and in the yeah. movie. Yeah, it's I sort mean, of like a bookend. They do it in the beginning and the end. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. They get okay. him frozen slightly different in the, the yeah comic than in the movie. So the but movie it's still opens accidental. with him them finding him. Yes. And then the whole yes. thing's pretty much yes. a flashback leading yes. up to that moment. Um, yeah. One thing that I that's saw cool. someone pointed out was it would have been helpful to see that it said like present day at the beginning of the first scene. True. Because True. people knew it was going to be a period piece. I don't know if I entirely agree with that because going into a movie with no prior knowledge, you would assume it's present day unless they say yeah, otherwise. and then they say 1942 yeah. right after right. that. So, you so know I that think it. that makes the distinction enough. Yeah. Um, um, now go ahead. Well, I was going to say, did you notice the cool little Easter egg type things where you know the Cosmic Cube uh, when they get the Hydra soldiers who have the, did you notice the same sound effects or those of Iron yes. Man's repulsor rays and Absolutely. all that stuff? And uh, yeah. as soon as I saw Howard Stark, who is also amazing, by the way. Yep. Uh, as soon as I saw him playing around with the little piece of it, I was like, oh, that's going to be the start of the arc reactor technology. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, so, and when Red Skull at the very end, this is really spoilery, but when he gets sucked in, it, what is the spoiler? Cosmic Cube sucks <laughs> him in. Yep. Uh, 
that was pretty much supposed to be Asgard, right? I That's, assumed. Yeah. I assume he's going to be not brought back for the Avengers movie. I think he'll be brought back for a Captain America sequel. Yeah, and it looked. But um, I'll, I know you don't know this, Rob, probably because I know you don't read the comics. But Bucky, I, I don't. How much do you know about his sidekick, Bucky? Or I know how, that Bucky like dies, loses an arm, and gets brought back as the Winter Soldier. Okay, okay. So you do know that because I was like, they totally set that up for the sequel. Or yeah, although or just, there's that critique too that the way the Bucky dies is too much to like just lose an arm. The Bucky. Uh, it depends on how quickly they find him. I think. Yeah, I think so too, and I mean. It, I I thought that was very well done by making him older. They didn't make him the little kid sidekick like Robin, which would have looked ridiculous. Yeah. So I thought they did a very good job of him being a sniper, Absolutely. which actually was only introduced a couple of years ago in the comics. They retconned it into that, so it, it it was cool to see them do that. The whole Winter Soldier thing. So. Yeah, it was awesome. And yeah. then, um, uh, well, that, that's all my stuff on the movie. Do you have anything else you want to point out before we go after credits? Yeah, I was just going to say, I was, was going to go. So, oh, yeah, okay. After credit scene was, uh, I had no idea what to expect. I was trying to make some speculations. But mm-hmm. then when it becomes a teaser trailer for the Avengers, I was like, I literally like felt myself grabbing the arms of my chair. <laughs> I, like, I literally got goosebumps. Oh, my like, God. And I walked out just like, oh, it was so cool. Just, Rob it, had a geek gasm. I did. Yeah. It, it amazing, you know, seeing Loki and Haw- and uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow. The only thing they don't show is Hulk, of course, because they're they're waiting right. on. Well, although Banner they reveal the posters there. at um, who's supposed to play Hulk? Uh, Mark uh, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. I don't know yeah. But I um, do. it just looks. Thor's got a new costume. Iron Man's got a new armor. Cap's yeah. got a new costume. Yeah. Uh, Cap's costume looks, looks really cool, which you actually saw. Yeah, they actually had the live costume right. On oh, display at the Marvel booth, form? which is wicked cool. Yeah, it's so it's cool. not like an older '40s looking military. No, it's, it's a, it's like a modernized cool Captain America costume, and it looks really good. Who's yeah. who? Um, what are they doing for villains? Uh, Loki um, is going to be the villain in the Avengers. Oh. We don't know anything beyond that. Yeah, like but he could be enough. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah he's going to have the cosmic cube. I think on what five guys or something, and he'll have the cosmic cube. And I think he's going to control the Hulk. I think they're going to do the Hulk as like an opponent for the. I hope not. I think so because it would the original Avengers first issue was Loki controlling the Hulk. It's it's too much. Like every time it's well, that movie's going to be good. Just the clash of personalities alone. Captain oh, America yeah, clashing with Iron I mean, Man or Tony Stark. Yeah. Come on. There's also, so much, I don't want to see that because the Hulk's my favorite guy out of all. Of them, but there's going to be so much. There's going to be that comedy element to it. Too. Oh yeah, I mean you got Robert Downey Jr., you got Chris Evans, you got Scarlett Johansson, you got you got Samuel L. Jackson. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's, it, it's going to be a... Oh, so I just got wait. one question for you guys, because uh, I was thinking ready? this last night. <laughs> doom, no. doom. <laughs> what do you think is going to... Prediction, what do you think is going to make more money, Avengers or Dark Knight Rises? Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, you want to put money down on this? Let's go 20 bucks each. Oh, there's only two answers though, so then there it's only, only between yeah. us. That's a really good question. That was just, I'm just thinking, I, I thought of that um, last night when I saw the teaser show, and I'm like, you know, this, cause I mean, you, they've never had a movie with this many big stars in it, but also they have Dark Knight Rises coming out a couple months after, so. There are a couple things to consider. Um, I'm gonna say the Marvel. I believe the Dark Knight is going to be opening simultaneously in IMAX 3D. Yes, same night. True. I don't know about the Avengers. I don't think they Something will be. Something like no. that could tip the scales. True, true. So That's a good point. I will would Avengers say Avengers be in 3D because then you almost have to take yeah. out 3D because if I'm one's assuming. in it and one's not, it's almost like an unfair I, advantage. I don't even know because I'm pretty sure Joss Whedon said he did not want to film it in 3D and he's already two thirds away done filming. They'll it. just I rotoscope anything. it again though. 
Oh, they could do the yeah, Astro. That's what they've done with the last two movies. True. Um, and Bat and Batman won't be in 3D. We know that. So, yeah, they don't do that in 3D, but it will be released in IMAX as well. Um, so yeah, I just think that's going to be an interesting. It's going to be a battle. I'm, I'm, I'm. It, it's very close to me. My I, I gut know. is still know. saying The Dark Knight Rises because The Dark Knight was such a money maker. Yeah, that the anticipation for this is already there. Granted, the Avengers have been building up throughout the movies, but if someone skipped a movie or two. Yeah, it's not going to be the same as they're just going from one to the other. I don't know. I just think, you know, Robert Downey Jr. himself. And then once you see all the other characters, True. people are going to be like, really? And then you got the Joss Whedon fans who will go just see it because of Joss Whedon writing and direct. I don't also know. I, but it's going to be close. I, I I do think Dark Knight's going to win, but I think it's going to be pretty close. I don't know if the if Dark Knight Rises is going to do. Do you think it's going to surpass the Dark second Knight? Batman? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Really? I don't know. That was. I, I think know. half of that was because of because Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger died. I think a lot of people yeah. went to go see. I think so tribute. too. But this is the follow up to that. Think but, about the money like Spider Man Three made over Spider Man Two. Uh, regardless, you're, you're of, right on that point. Actually, yeah. I don't know. We will see. We shall see. <laughs> they tend to go up in money as you go. Yeah, usually, usually, right? Because now people have time to catch up to even the first and second movie and all that stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So yeah. that was my. That was my, my. We can throw that question out to the general audience. What Are we going to see all this before the world ends on December twenty first? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Because you know. And uh, uh, before we completely leave the spoiler room, uh, my friend Matt the medic, who I'll refer to him as, oh. um, he pointed out that the military side of Captain America was spot on. As far really? as accuracy and uh, the the consulting they would have had to get to do that kind of stuff. That's cool. Yeah. So that's always good to know that they're just being accurate. Yeah. Even if we can't tell. They're being authentic. <laughs> yeah. It's always nice. Uh, any Very other cool. comments before we kind of close oh. up? No, All right. I don't have any. All right. Uh, we're nearing the hour and a half mark. So. Wow. Yeah. Big episode. I know, right? We haven't done yeah. like this in a while. Uh, before, super soldier episodes. Super, super size. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> before we uh, leave again, I had mentioned last week that American Alligator was launching their summer tour. That tour continues. And the next few dates that you can see them on, uh, August 9th, they will be in Williamstown, New Jersey. August 10th in Medway, Massachusetts. August 12th in Franklin, Massachusetts. And August 13th, wrapping up in Manchester, New Hampshire. If you want more information on that tour, you can find American Alligator on Facebook and get the venues and times and all that stuff. So supporting the friends of the show there. As we leave, any final thoughts or something you'd like to plug, Brian? Um, I don't know. There should be a new episode of Gravity <laughs> yeah. Speaking Out We right don't now. know because of the time lapse. <laughs> but I'm not here. sure. I'm so jet lagged. No. Um, but uh, check Punk. out uh, at Twitter, uh, Graphic Speaking, and we'll, you'll find out for yourself. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So Graphic Speaking on Twitter. Ryan will update yes. you. Mike, final thoughts final or something? Thoughts. Like I'm just blood. glad that we got that many, that much listener feedback. I know. Yeah, and that they I were agree. on that my side. Tremendous. Oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> keep it up, Kendra. Break, send another one. Uh, if you want to plug anything, yeah, facebook.com slash Volpe Fitness Training and facebook.com slash The Monster Cenobite. Like how I put no sound effects over I was waiting this time. for it. Yeah. It's out of my hand entirely. It's out of my hand. As we uh, close up here, please head to thegeekgeneration.com to see our articles. Uh, there is a button on the side to subscribe in iTunes while you're there. As I pleaded so nicely with you, please write a review and uh, get our show noticed by the iTunes store, and that'll bring in even more listeners. I know you want to keep it all for yourself, but let's not be selfish. Let's share. 
If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at Geek Generation on Twitter. Or if you'd like to leave a voicemail, which I didn't get any of, and I was kind of surprised by that, but I always like voicemails. Oh, that letter would have been awesome if she'd ripped her <laughs> ass a new one. I don't know if it would have beaten my impression. <laughs> I was pretty solid there, all right? I'm going to pat myself on the back. Uh, if you want to leave a voicemail, 508-316-9787. Or you can go to the site, and there's that button on the sidebar. You can type in your name and your phone number, and it will call you and at least save you maybe some long-distance minutes. Uh, so if you'd like to submit an article to the site... It also site, steals your identity. It does. I steal your identity. <laughs> I use your credit card. <laughs> if you'd like to submit an article to the site and an audio file to the show, you can send those to guest at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site is also on our site. So wrapping up this super soldiered out episode, we will see you all next week. Later. Bye. Bye.